Welcome back, babies and gentlemen. This week on 99 Problems and Bitch, You Might Be One of Them, we're complaining about streaming services. Just to review, this podcast has three hosts, me, Rage, me, Flash Flood, and me, Riptide. Okay, so let's get started with our positivity points. Um, mine is that I officially have a mortgage now, which is exciting, but also, um, that's my positivity point because I can be done worrying about whether or not we're going to close, but now, um, sorry to bring it down, but like now I'm like, okay, so how am I going to pay my first month's mortgage? (laughs) Foot picks. I got that zucchini. Oh, shit. I do have a fresh pedicure. (laughs) All right. I'll go ahead with my positivity point if you're done. Um, Congratulations on that. Thanks. Yay. I know we said that off the air, but just for the record, we did congratulate her. Um, My positivity point is that, I mean, I feel like a few months ago, Rage and I were very awkwardly like, are we friends? I don't know. Are we friends? Are we friends? We've taken a whole trip since then. But also, Rage visited my hometown area and actually came and visited with me in person last week. And it was fun forcing her to walk. <laughs> yes, Riptide. I did force her to walk, of course. And I was sweating. Um, <laughs> I had to show her my shady roots. And that was enjoyable for me. Always love seeing friends in person. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I can confirm that Flash Blood had a was brought up in a very healthy looking neighborhood. Mm, so sorry. I can't. <laughs> um, and I feel like you know the fact that you visited Flash Flood isn't even what makes you friends. It's that she made you walk. Like that's when you're officially <laughs> brought into the friend circle. <laughs> I did ask her. I was like, um, so a walk. Is that is that cool? Because I know that Riptide always talks shit about me for making you all walk places. And you know what I said to her? What? I said, well, you did give me three options in that text message, and I did not select the walk. But, yeah, that's okay. We can go for a walk. And she still ended up on it. Okay, but to be fair... It was, a, it was a short walk to the park, and then once we got there, it was like, let's keep it going, girl. <laughs> That's how great. she gets you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do talk shit about you walking, but it's not that bad. <laughs> you just be walking. Um, okay. Yes, congratulations, Rage. We did say it off air, but just <laughs> so everyone knows, we are very happy for her. Um, my positivity point is that I'm going swimming at one of my favorite places tomorrow and I don't have to pay for it. So that's exciting. Um, and then I booked tickets to see the Book of Mormon on Sunday, which I've wanted to see for years because why not watch people make fun of Mormons? Like that sounds like peak, peak positivity for me. Um, but that was way too positive. So I just need to add that niggas ain't shit. And my man still has not confirmed if he's the one coming with me or not on Sunday. Um, And that's okay, because I plan on going with one of my friends if he doesn't confirm. But I'm just annoyed, because why are you taking so long? Anywho. (laughs) Can you be petty? And when he confirms, just be like, oh, sorry, I already confirmed with somebody else. I'm about to be like, the ticket's (laughs) sold out, because this is a thing. (laughs) It's like, he's all for, like... He plans, but he doesn't follow through, like, if it needs a ticket. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, this needs a ticket. 
Okay, neither. So, no. Ongoing. He's not a problem today. Streaming services is. <laughs> Streaming services is actually a problem every day for me, and... I truly just opened up the document and went on a whole ass rant. I'm glad to see that I'm not the only one ranting in here. But yeah, a lot of it was me. <laughs> None um, of just... it was me. I was surprised to open this. I because I got in, I think I got in here first, and I or today right, um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start working on this. And I opened up the doc, and I'm like, whoa, I'm I have nothing to add. <laughs> I was so mad, and I don't even know what set me off but i mean we're gonna go through this um so i guess we'll just start off with my first bullet point which is that video streaming content they continue to switch content around so that in order to consistently access content you have to access multiple platforms and i know exactly what set me off my mom found my harry potter dvd set in the basement and she's like do you want me to donate this and i was like i'm having a really hard time getting rid of these because even though i know i have a second set somewhere else I don't want to lose this set because they always move Harry Potter around. Sometimes it'd be on Freeform. Sometimes it'd be on HBO. It's never on Netflix. It go, It sometimes would be on Amazon Prime. And if it's neither or they only have six of them and not all seven, then you got to pay for one of them. And I think that's ridiculous because I pay for all these streaming services. And I'm so sick of y'all moving this shit around. So that I got to go between platforms in order to get it. And I know that it has to do with rich people doing rich people shit but i'm tired of being affected by rich people's doing rich people shit that reminds me that just this week netflix added fast and the furious and fast five where are the others i don't i would love to watch all of them in order but i haven't because i missed them in theaters and i'm not going through all the platforms to find these movies that's what i'm saying that's wild I, I don't think I ever really noticed that. I think I've only really noticed when it's, like, um, somebody picks up the show and starts right season one, and then maybe they do a couple seasons and they don't want to renew it, so then another platform will pick it up. See, and, like, I respect... I don't respect that. I still think it's trifling. But either way, <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense than Insidious 5 came out, whichever Insidious number it is, whatever. And so I'm trying to watch the 1 through 4 before, and they got 1 Insidious on Netflix, Insidious 2 there, Insidious 3 on Amazon, Insidious 1 on HBO, and Insidious 4 is nowhere, so you gotta pay for all for it, no matter where you go. And it's like, but you know that people are trying to watch this, and you're just trying to nickel and dime me when I'm paying for all of these damn services. See, this is why I don't do, like, possession demon style movies right there. That's not science. Oh, what the it's science? Hell? You gotta look for it and pay for it just to watch someone be possessed. No, Insidious is the one that's like it's not an actual so possession. It's just like but, demon but shit. Specifically, um, I mean, I can do a brief summary with a spoiler alert prior to for those of you who are interested in seeing it. None of you are. If you if you were gonna see it, you're gonna see it. But anyway, basically, the boy goes to sleep, and he's able to astral project into what they call the further. So as he's astral projecting, it's like an area space between worlds where spirits exist. And yes, the demon does, he locks the boy in like a cage. So when his dad, who also has the gift, has to then astral project. But he doesn't remember that he has the gift because he was having this problem as a child, and they hypnotized him to make him forget. 
So then he goes to Astral Project to go save his son from where he's at. But as he's out there saving his son, he sends his son back to his body. And the second movie is about a demon possessing his body. But they, so they thought that both of them came back, but only the son came back and the demon possessed the dad's body. It's actually, truly might be my favorite horror movie series because it's not really full of a lot of jump scares. It actually has a genuine plot. I think all of them are pretty decent in developing. And I would say one, two, four, and five are probably the best one of them. Three can go. It's either <laughs> three or four. There's one about like a little girl who's trying to get into college and they could miss me with that shit. Um, but I feel like it was a nice, well thought out plot that mm-hmm. doesn't have just like a scary demon in your face making loud noises. That's fair. I will say that the reason I don't do demons and spirits has nothing to do with being black and everything to do with having very vivid dreams growing up and frequent, um, what's that called? Sleep paralysis. Mm. So I'm like, I don't need this because my imagination is already trifling. I already have sleep paralysis with weird things happening. If I add these into it, I will be legit terrified for the next three years. So... Mm. I was a vampire in my dream last night. Okay, this has nothing to do with this. Let's go to streaming services. I had a dream last night that somebody who I was giving the silent treatment to was actually giving me the silent treatment, and I was mad So it was like, you're not giving me the silent treatment. I'm giving you the silent treatment. And you have the nerve to think that you're not the point of streaming services. So, um, yes. Did you, but did you have that? Because I sent that meme about giving introverts the silent treatment. <laughs> Maybe you didn't have a dream you were just thinking of. See, but that's my favorite part about dreams. It's like people will be like, your dreams have meaning. No, my dream was literally a weird ass mix up of whatever the hell just happened before I went to sleep every single time. It's it doesn't mean anything. I just saw a pickle. on I don't know. And here we are. Why was I a vampire? And why was I hurting other vampires? Were you sucking somebody's neck? No. I was not. I was by myself last night. I have no idea why I had this dream. And all night, I was trying to save these other vampires from the stronger I she vampire. Meant, were you sucking someone's neck in the dream? <laughs> oh. I assume she just meant in Both real life. Both are valid questions. <laughs> anyway. And then at the end of the dream, I still ran into the strong bitch, vampire. Bitch. Okay. Back. Back, okay, to back to the good place. So, yes. So glad. So the good place moved to Peacock. Which did it? I feel like I was watching it on Netflix the other day. You know what? I don't know. Somebody moved to Peacock. Now, not the good place. The other show that I love, Parks and Rec, moved to Peacock, which pissed me off. That's annoying. Um, the Shy moved to Paramount Plus. I don't even know why this platform exists. Um, and then I said movies frequently sh- swap platforms, or one platform never owns them all. This happens to me with Jurassic Park, Insidious, and Harry Potter. And I'm sure there's so many other movie series, Fast and Furious, as we just mentioned. And it's just like, I'm sick of it. And things were so much easier when, I mean, they weren't because they cost like $20. But I still think owning series that you enjoy and you're going to watch repeatedly, as somebody who does watch the same content repeatedly, might be less than having all these damn streaming services where I got to search all over the place to find stuff. But then, of course, no one even owns a DVD player anymore. I could just go on. I just feel like we've been swindled from thinking and now we just rent content go ahead rage (laughs) um when you so do you ever buy the content 
like um, on Amazon, you can rent, buy, or you know, stream for free. Do you ever buy them? Yes. So I I have some content that I purchase, but it's for my child, so that I can access it at all times, whenever. But then also, I was talking to my mom about that, and essentially, if I stop having the platform, if I one day I'm just like. I'm canceling. I mean, I don't think you can buy off of Netflix, but I'm canceling this account. Am I still going to have access to it? Why can't I download it and put it on a DVD? Side mm-hmm. note, Kindle books, you can buy them, but you can't loan them to everybody. I'm like, sorry, do I, but... Do I own it or not? Buying a movie to download and put on a DVD is the oldest shit I've ever heard. It's not, but I feel like it's the equivalent... <laughs> Of putting a VHS tape in and recording something off the but TV. Like, so, like, but think about it. But no, so think about it. Because you're absolutely right. But think about this. If I own something, if I owned a hard copy book and I had my Bible and I wanted you to borrow my Bible, I would give you my Bible. Now, I bought this movie. I stream it. I've got this Elmo movie. And maybe you're like, I want to show it to my nephew. But I can't loan it to you even though I own it and I would be able to do it if I had the hard copy, but because we no longer have hard copies, it's like we have it with contingencies. Only if you have this, only if you do this, only, but it's just like, it's stupid. And yeah, back- I was going to say like those, one of those contingencies, cause I know you can share things that you've purchased, but I think there's like a particular app or, or service that you need to have in order to do that. The thing that's confusing to me, and maybe this is, like, me just being old and not... This is definitely me being old and not wanting to figure it out. um, Because it's an inconvenience to me. Because, yes, I just want to have it already. Um, But when I purchase to own, um, some like, a digital file of this video, where... Yeah, exactly. Where does it live? How do I... I bought I bought a DVD of a of a documentary from um, that was like made by an independent um, person, and I'm now I'm like which computer did I leave that on? Where is it? How do I access it? Because I'm pretty sure that I paid for it twice because I forgot that I paid for it once and then I did it again and I was like, well, damn! Now I'm out an extra thirty bucks. Um, am I gonna buy it again? No. Because I already fucked up twice, and I don't know where it is. Um, so, yeah, I agree. It's really inconvenient. Um, I would, I think I wrote this somewhere at the end of this, um, of our document, but, like, I would like to petition to bring back Blockbuster. <laughs> Honestly. 100%. But I'm also the type of person that likes physical books um, for a similar reason. But, like, right, because as you were saying, you're like, yeah, if you download this, you can lend it. On that note, with Kindle books, you can't lend every book. I can only lend, like, my really crappy nobody cares about it books. All of the other books I read, I cannot loan those books out. And that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It doesn't matter if they have something or not. You just can't loan it out. No. And you know what? We also, I think, need to do a better job of... um, accessing our library contents from like our local public libraries because those are places where you can go and borrow books from like even the digital versions so if you're not like a paperback person you want to download it onto your computer or your app or 
I don't know if you can put it onto your Kindle, but you can definitely download it so that you can read it off of some kind of um, reader. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and even can. then, there'd be long-ass wait lists. So, right. I mean, this is not to shame public libraries because you provide so many good services to the community. But even then, when you're accessing digital content, you have to wait. It's a digital fucking book. Make another copy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like, right. They're hoarding all these things, and I'm not shitting on libraries at all. Libraries are not the problem. The problem is all these greedy-ass bitches. Yes. Let me mind yes. my business. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. I guess I was next. Say it's the literary litter. I can't say the word. So yes, next. <laughs> Music streaming services. I didn't really know what to say about this, but I was just mad because Apple be deleting shit from your device, and I'm I miss LimeWire. I miss getting viruses on my computer and LimeWire. <laughs> I miss illegally downloading music. All those hours that you spent downloading content on dial-up from LimeWire and Apple's just going to delete it? It's disrespectful. Like, who, why do you mind your fucking business? Wait, are you... Because t- I haven't used um, iTunes in years. Like, I have, like, maybe a few songs that I have it. Um, are you telling me that if you downloaded a bunch of music to your iPod a decade or a decade and a half, two decades ago, and you stole all of it. That shit gone. It's gone? Probably. Wow. They go in and they take their shit out. Um, you have you have to work in order to make sure that they don't have it, and it's yeah. definitely not sitting on your brand new iPhone. It's like, that is not there. But also, while we're talking about that, if you did purchase a song, say I purchased a Lion King. I didn't purchase a Lion King, but say I did. I can only access that on a certain number of devices. Bitch, you don't know how many devices I have. Mm-hmm. So you, I think you can have up to five devices where your content is accessible. And I think that's ridiculous. You want me to buy your shit, but then you want me to buy it again because I have too many devices. Who are you to tell me how many devices to have? What if I'm like right. 19 kids and counting and I want to all of my kids to be able to borrow the the whatever this file is from my living room because usually I have a book or a CD on my shelf and my kids can like any one of them can go and grab them I don't have any kids shouldn't have had 19 kids I just wanted like a random crazy example (laughs) gotta rotate only five can stream at one time that's the only thing with Netflix too because like why do I have to pay for more people to stream? You don't know how many TVs I have in my singular house. And cable does the same thing, or they were doing it, where they were making you pay extra per if you wanted to watch live TV and watch the same channel in all four bedrooms, you had to pay extra. And it's really what? just it's it's truly just like an attack on people for using your service because it it does not cost you any extra. For me to have five TVs versus four. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's just greed. Yeah. You're just like, I want to make sure that I'm I'm charging you for more money because I can. And I hate it. Yeah. And at the risk of um, making some stands mad, Beyonce used to only drop some stuff on Tidal. And there was a whole period of my life where I only had Tidal for music because of her. <laughs> And then I had a switch because then Drake was only dropping things on Apple Music. And it's like, I need y'all to get it together. Luckily, Beyonce and Jay-Z sold titles, so that problem's not there anymore. But still, it goes back to, like, the 
accessing content, you have to have all the different devices. I'm pretty sure I bought her album on Tidal, and I don't have Tidal anymore. See? Exactly. Right, and where is that? Hmm. And there have been things that I have bought somewhere else, and then, so say, example, I've got the Coolio CD. I don't have the Coolio CD. And at one point in time, I downloaded it to my device and uploaded it to iTunes back when I still had a CD drive. I do not still have a CD drive. That content is no longer accessible through my iTunes because it's like, we don't know where this shit came from because you put that on your stuff 10 years ago. I think that's also ridiculous. Bitch, I don't have a CD drive to put it on and add it back. Yeah. I and lost that's a lot of music thing that of, way. like, where you can, um, or, like, before, I don't know if they do this still, but, like, you used to be able to, like, take, like, your VHS tapes or whatever, you know, pre-VHS tapes. <laughs> Not my generation. Um, you could take them and, like, have them digitized, you know, um... And that seemed to be a good solution for people. But, like, even then, at least they were your digital files and you could put them somewhere, store them somewhere safe. Now it's like, where is my, what cloud is this stuff living in? It just gets, like, it has to be trashed somewhere, right? I feel like there's a lot of digital content that has been lost between, like, 2000 and 2010. Like, think about your early Facebook photos. If you were ever to lose access to your account, where else are those stored? Because they were probably taken on digital cameras and on SD cards that no longer exist because nobody needs one because we take all our pictures on our freaking iPhones. Yeah. I have a bunch of photos on my computer that I had previous to this one. Um, and I have, I've been meaning to have it... Um, refurbished but I won't do it because I'm afraid to lose photos that I know are somewhere on there but I don't I just don't have time to go um take them off and move them somewhere else like I really do just want and this isn't probably isn't very green but I do want like everything just back in paper let me print my photos every single one of them um let me have my books let me have my cds or whatever other you know this reminds me of the remake they did of, what's the book, Fahrenheit 911 mm. or whatever, Fahrenheit 451, where in the remake they just, because, you know, the original was, like, no books, and so in the remake it was, like, no physical books because everything was digital and all the content was digital, and I really feel like that's where we're going sometimes, and I can't, like, just the way my brain processes things, I need physical copies, I need to be able to look, touch, interact. If it's on a mm-hmm. computer, it doesn't exist for real. And so, like, I just had to buy a paper agenda for my practice because I couldn't yeah. keep track of appointments digitally. Yeah, I have such a hard time with all the, like, digital project management tools. Like, paper is still, like my go-to and I've tried so many different ones and like I try them it's not like I only try them for like a week and give up on it I try these different platforms for months um but yeah anyways um okay so also random question did you guys have like a favorite like video store (laughs) where you would go and rent stuff from family video yeah family Family video. video So when I was growing up um, in Illinois, um, there was this 
video store that um was next to um this it looked it looked like it was next to a trailer park but actually right next to the trailer park and the building that was joined to the video store looked like a really old cheap motel and i was just looking at photos of the of the place and i was like that explains why they had like the like closed off like adult video section because i feel like the nasty gross people who were at this cheap mo- motel were like getting their nasty videos from the video store um and then the video store's name was good times video um but we used to go there all the time and i loved going there like at like Friday after school, my or like you know whatever we would get come home and my dad would get home from work and then we'd be like he would take us to rent our video or movies for the weekend or video games. That was such a highlight. <laughs> our, um, I don't know who our listeners are, but like, I'm old. <laughs> I can't. I do not. Which judge. also just reminds me of like how far like the porn industry speaking of streaming right so it was like you had to buy magazines and then you had to go to this section of the store and buy your like rent your little dvds or whatever and then all of it was free and then now we're back to only fans and playing paying for videos and i just don't understand why you're doing that because there's still a lot of free porn not that sex workers shouldn't get paid but i just don't understand why Right, and also same with the, like, stealing music of, like, people should get paid, too. It's just the matter of, like, I already had it, so why did you need to come back and take it? Give it back. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like earlier you mentioned something about wanting paper copies of things, Riptide, because it helps you to focus. But for me, I feel like... And I think Rage kind of commented on this. You're kind of handcuffed to whatever service, wherever your electronicsness lives at. And it means that you can't ever separate from it. So when we think about our email and we think about our calendars, it's like, damn, that calendar invite or my schedule is all on that big old platform that has all of our business Um and it's just like, you can't close the account. And I'm sick of being tied to these people because I want to break up with y'all. Because you've yes. got all my stuff. And then it's like, then you find out that like they have all these data breaches. And this wouldn't have happened if I would have just written that down on paper. And that like, as a small business owner in the healthcare industry, like electronic health records is like, it's nice. It makes it easy for billing. But if if your platform that you're using comes out with some dumb policy, you then have to download everything anyways and resend everything and go through the process of getting all your clients to fill out new paperwork on a new platform. So it's not like it's a hassle for everybody. And now all of these places have your information. So it's not just and from a data breach standpoint, like it's higher risk. Every time I switch platforms i'm risking my clients information being leaked at a new place every time we sign up for paramount plus and netflix and hulu and disney plus now we have all these passwords out there on the dark web and people are stealing our identities 
Yeah, our credit card is on multiple places, our addresses, just so much personal information. Which also... And they could all be on a different credit card, so you literally have access to all of my credit cards, theoretically. But then also I'm giving you this information, and you are taking advantage of this information, and you're selling it to other people. People, everybody's got my email address. I am getting harassed from every which angle, things sent to my house that I didn't sign up for. Like, you have used having what I gave you so I could access content that I pay for as an opportunity to then try to sell me more content. And bitch, I'm tired of trying to be sold stuff. I just, I see a lot of people talking about like late stage capitalism and I just feel like we're there. Like we're about to be, did you guys watch Black Mirror, the new season? So there's yes. literally, <laughs> for Rage, Joan is and those awful. who haven't. Yes. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, skip ahead a few minutes or something. But (laughs) so it's literally about like there's these terms and the terms and conditions, right, that we all agree to. And basically it's like a fake Netflix. And when you signed up in the terms and conditions, it gave them um, permission to access everything in your life from your devices Mm-hmm. in everywhere so they were recording and getting live content and making tv shows about joan oh my god in live time so she like she came home from work and the show was about her but then there were multiple there's a lot going on there but i'm just you like know i can what, see though, that what happening a ni- yeah what a nightmare that is and you know what i hate about all these things too is that like you have if you want to use a service you have no option but to click this is mm-hmm. that does that count as coercion? Yes. Because I think it does. Like they don't even give you time to read all the shit that they have in there. It's it's like if if you're giving me like that many rules or whatever it is that you have that many policies about whether or not I can use or how this is being used, um it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like typed out like that like do i like do i need to hire a lawyer to read the terms and conditions every single time why is it not like a simple two or three sentence thing that says hey um i don't even know what the heck it would say because i I don't read them i just sign it because i want to access the thing same thing with doctors and when they do things online too or sometimes like some clinics will say um, like dentists will say they want to take photos of of you and your 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 face, your teeth, whatever, so that they can use them for promotional reasons. Um, and sometimes when they do it digitally, there's no way to opt out because they don't it, they don't feel like it's necessary to include an opt out option. But if they were doing it on paper, you could be like, oh, I'm not signing that. Yeah. Some states require you to have a separate opt-in for photos, which I really appreciate. But because it's like, I want to, it's like, when you walk into a restaurant, this is how they get away with it legally, right? Because they're like, oh, if you walk into the restaurant, you're consenting to the terms of being at that restaurant. And aside from like racist ass dress codes, and maybe they might take pictures of us while they're there. Generally speaking, the restaurant's not going to collect my credit card information and store it for 20 years so they can sell it to other people. They're not going to monitor the rest of the activities that I'm doing throughout the day Mm -hmm. once I leave the restaurant. Like, it's not the same at all. So I don't know why legally we treat it the same. They're not going to log what I eat when I'm there and then push it on me and then increase the prices. Because one thing that we also don't take into account... 
I was online shopping and I was like, oh, I don't know. I know that I saw something that said that they do this, but I don't know why it didn't occur to me sooner that they absolutely charge me differently than they charge other people for certain things because they know that I'm going to buy it and they've been watching me Google this and they know how much I want it. And so now they're advertising to me of different prices. It's like, I don't know why that hadn't occurred to me sooner. So like the restaurant mm-hmm. isn't taking advantage and altering prices to know how much, I guess, to charge when you show up to eat a damn meal the same way all of these predatory bitches with all of our data are doing. Yeah. Which, um, oh, go ahead. To, I, sorry, I, go ahead. I was going to bring it back to streaming. Oh, I was just going to bring it to other app content and that there's a lawsuit with DoorDash. I think I told you guys about this. There's a class action because DoorDash charges more if you're on an iPhone versus an Android. <gasps> but also if you pay for Dash Pass, then they were, and you know, you get free delivery fee, but then they would up the other fees. So it'd be the same price. That's um, some snaky, snaky shit. Yes. And if restaurants do that, it's very easy to blast them on whatever and leave them a bad review. But DoorDash is its own, like, no one cares that you hate DoorDash. Yeah, it's a monster. Or Uber Eats. Okay, go ahead. Um, shit. Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say, um, did y'all, you guys probably already heard this, but I just heard on NPR, because I don't listen to streaming services on my drive home. Rarely do I do that. I usually listen to FM radio because I'm old. Um, So I was listening to NPR on my drive home, and they were saying that um, Disney Plus is increasing their prices again um, for, I think it's going to go up $3, Um, and that's for people who want to use um, the ad free version, um, which is crazy. I think that's a lot of money. Yeah. I think they're upping all of their prices, um, for the different levels of content and they're trying to, so it says that they're trying to figure out how to do what Netflix did, but what they did to me recently was they told me because I was using my Roku that I needed to reset something and prove I was 18 plus again. And then it deleted, like, everybody off of my account, and now my dad can't log in again. Even though it's the same username and password, like, ever since they did whatever, it's saying I don't have a subscription on any other device. That Uh, explains why I couldn't log into my brother's account. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I canceled my account. I think we have canceled most of our services at this point. We are really mostly only operating on free services like Peacock and, or, you know, Peacock you can buy stuff through, but they have a ton of free content on there. Our TV, it has, is a smart TV and it has some of it, like LG has its own, like, access to free content. Um, and then we have an antenna on our TV. We canceled our Netflix, canceled our Disney Plus, canceled Hulu, canceled ESPN, canceled HBO. We don't have any of it anymore. Good. I appreciate you guys for breaking up with them. I wish I too could get like you. (laughs) Because at this point in time, don't you remember, like, you would be grandfathered into certain contracts? Mm -hmm. And now we're at a point where they truly don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Wild, wild. I have a contract, so this is a tangent, but I have a contract with, at work, we have a contract with a 
service provider, a digital service provider for, for a, a marketing platform that um, I want to say started maybe about a decade ago, a little more than a decade ago. Um, we bought into it originally and now 10, 15 years later, what we pay for the whole year is grandfathered in. So what we pay for the whole year is what a larger company now might pay for two weeks. That's wild. Two weeks out of 52 weeks out of the year. And we're never going to change our plan and we're never going to close our account even though we never use it. So they get $5,000 free from us every year because we think it would be crazy to shut it down and then say, oh, we do want to use it after all, but now we have to pay a hundred times more. Yeah, yeah. That's... It's like there's no incentive for being loyal at this point to a provider or streaming services. I can quit now and come back and get the same rate that I would have had regardless or that you would still be charging me. You're you're going to increase increase my rates. You're going to charge me more. You're going to kick other people out. That reminds me of our conversation from last week about like car insurance. There used to be so many incentives for being a loyal consumer. And now it's like, oh, you've been loyal to us we're up in our price because you've been here for so long and we know you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Which is just oh, crazy. Yeah? Like, so then why wouldn't I just leave? But I alas, because they have us in shackles because they have other content that maintains us there. And so moving us along, what's with all these damn ads on YouTube? Um, my complaint is that I cannot learn to cook meth without watching an ad every 30 seconds. And I'm sick of it. Hmm. I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that because I also rarely use YouTube. You see, that's where they have, um, I tell myself <laughs> for being a parent, that is where Miss Rachel lives. And so my child watches it and there's just tons of ads. And I know that ads originally were so the content creator could, that's how they make their money, but they are just over the top. And then they ended up adding tears to their content. So you have to pay extra in order to remove the ads which was like the selling ticket originally for getting Hulu was that Hulu didn't have ads. But then Hulu was like, no, nah, we're going to add ads and you can pay to get rid of the ads. And that's mm-hmm. just, they, they do it every time. And they keep getting us every time. First, it was like, get digital cable and there will be no ads. And then we got digital cable and now there are ads. And now they're like, get Hulu and there won't be any ads. And then we got Hulu and they're like, there's ads, but you can pay to get rid of them. I'm sick of it. Yeah. And then, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say they use the advertising as a way of, like, making everything a child-friendly space. So spaces that were used to be, like, for everybody, like Tumblr or even, like, YouTube, now you can't have ads on your account if it's not child-friendly. Or TikTok. The more they add ads, the more that they start to um, censor content. Which then, like, they start off with this, like, oh, we don't want you to say cuss words. We don't want you to say this. And then it becomes, we don't want you to say anything about any of these topics. Um, which, obviously, it's not quite there, but <laughs> definitely yeah. more censored over the last five years. Yeah. I mean, I would also argue, though, that kids shouldn't be on any of the, most of these platforms anyway. Um, but... That's a different topic, I think, for a different day. Um, what I was going to say, though, um, when y'all just mentioned um, 
YouTube slash Lotto, you mentioned the YouTube, like using ads to compensate their creators. Um, I'm also sick of creators. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> but not, not all creators. I think the ones that specifically are there to be influencers and to sell you shit. I'm sick of you. Yeah. I'm sick of you. Like, I don't need to be influenced by you. I don't need to buy any more things. You're selling the same thing that 50 other people are selling on my explore page. So I want it. So many people have gotten behind, first of all, creating this picture perfect. I work out or I have my family and look at my cute kids or like this. And by the way, I use honest diapers. I just made that shit up. I don't use that and fuck them. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I mean, do you, but, like, still, I'm sick of you. I enjoyed the first time that I saw that fucking scrub butt brush, I don't know if you guys have seen it, on TikTok for cleaning, and I want one, but I don't need to see it from 30 different content creators as I'm scrolling through my feed, like, and everybody's like, and I get 5%, I get $3 commission, I don't care, please stop showing me this brush unless you're going to come clean my house with it. Mm-mm. I'm sick of it. I have a scrub daddy. Scrubber. No, it's not the, the scrub daddy. It's the... Um, oh. I'll have to show you later because I'm not going to give okay. them any more advertisement. <laughs> One thing that I just said, though, um, they up their prices, but as we have seen, just bring it back in, they're not paying anyone anymore. Mm. You're charging yeah. more, and the production crew is still making pennies. Um I, one thing that I saw in this whole strike thing is that a guy appeared in every episode of the Power Rangers and made like $150 to show up in every episode. What? Zero royalties. And I said, so y'all are doing shady shit like this. You're telling us that actors are rich. And I, I'm not denying that some people like are rich, right? But then you're seeing things like that be done to someone and you're like, that's crazy because you use this man's face in every single episode. And the reason you got away with it is because people are so thirsty to get noticed, to be in content, that they don't have the appropriate people advocating for them to then make sure that you don't screw them over. And you took advantage of this person that you use for every episode and then you're charging extra to access it, but you're not giving this man any money. And then they make it seem like, oh, these are old contracts, but there's newer stars who are experiencing the same thing. Like, someone was posting, they got, like, a dollar for all of their episodes on some show. And they were, like, a main character in the show. It wasn't like they were some extra who who was in the background. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Um, I also am bad with names, so I don't remember who it was. Um, but, okay, so because, again, NPR has been covering this, um... So I heard this earlier and I just looked it up to confirm. Um, the statistic is that um, 86% of SAG-AFTRA members make less than $26,000 a year. 86% of their thousands of members make less than $26,000 a year, which is less than I think that's less than working a part-time job making minimum wage yeah and then we have these platforms come out like what was the one that was popular before TikTok Vine and then we're like oh that's a great way for creators to make money and all this right so then TikTok's like oh we're gonna allow creators to make money I know somebody who's part of like the creator whatever bullshit with TikTok TikTok expects them to be live 11 hours a day what the that's, hell? 
That's why I work school and you see these you see these lives and they're doing nothing and they're just like fucking bullshitting around. It's like people are literally it's the same thing. So it's like you're divesting people from like, oh, you don't need to go the traditional route to become an actor. You can just go on TikTok and make content and get famous that way and get paid, but then TikTok is also taking advantage of them in the same ways. This is a whole different episode. Yeah. But see, yeah, and I have no And see, I th- I have no interest in that. Um, for that reason exactly. It's like, I'll just be broke and basic and making the content that I want because the minute y'all find someone who people kind of like and they get behind, you ask so much of them and it's no longer fun. It's not fun, unfortunately, when you start getting paid for it because now you got to adhere to all of these stupid standards. And I'm not saying I don't like getting paid and I'm not saying that people don't deserve to be paid, but every single time you start putting money on the table, you start ruining it. Yeah, instead of making... um good paying jobs good normal paying jobs available to people we're like doing all this other bullshit and like figuring out other ways to like bury people in debt and And i can only imagine what it's like to be someone who's making 26k or under and being surrounded by people who are making so much more and then feeling compelled to keep up with those people or just being around those people Mm like i mean I'm a broke bitch. I'm not like a broke, broke bitch. I'm not. But by comparison, right? But I'm surrounded by broke bitches. So I don't have to go to work and see the person who's making $1 million next to me doing bumps of cocaine and ordering out every day. I don't know. I don't know what rich people do. <laughs> Chartering a private jet. I, I don't know. And feeling like I have to keep up with that. I wear my same outfit every week as my uniform, looking like fucking Duck Funny, and I mind my business. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we've come back to we hate capitalism. <laughs> so, yes, at the core of this complaint, fuck capitalism. Um, Just to wrap things up, so how long have we been recording for? A long time. 45 minutes. So it's time to move on to the listener letters, but I want to do what want to briefly go through the rest of the list. Um, every month in the year, we essentially rent entertainment services from the stingiest landlords of all times. There are no parameters to protect the consumer because in order to use the content, they force us to accept the terms and services, which Raid said earlier, which means that they can change things around however much they want, whatever they want, without consent. And there's nothing we can do about it except to buy another subscription or borrow someone else's account, which they are now regulating. And now we can't even use someone else's login for Netflix because they're forcing everyone to pay more to log in sharing. And then currently... Rage. Nope. Riptide is adding something, so I'm going to skip on. Oh, and they keep pushing it on us. They do. Every single time I open the ad, they're like, did you want to add $7.99 extra so you can have more people streaming? No, bitch. Mind your business. Also, (laughs) I added for letter F, streaming services might upset me as much as tipping, and letter G, somebody else added the one thing, Roku is known to have issues with loading Netflix, and it constantly has to be reset. (laughs) Bullshit. All right, so we're going to move on to the listener letters. In this segment of the show, we're going to read through some letters from our listeners regarding their petty problems or things that they think might be petty. Just have your letter read aloud on the show. Email us at 99problems.pod at gmail.com. N-I-N-E-T-Y number nine, P-R-O-B-L-E-M-S dot P-O-D at gmail.com. The first letter I'm going to read says, hey there. So I know I'm being petty, but I could use some feedback. I've worked at my company for 1.5 years. I do good work, and the people I work with regularly indicate that they enjoy working with me. Unfortunately, my job has one of those dumb rating systems where clients can rate us and leave feedback. 
I've always gotten a plethora of five-star reviews, but my supervisor has rarely ever shared any comments with me. Recently, the process to share feedback changed, and the Q&A QA, team is the only one that who shares the comments. They also have recognized me one time. This led me to believe that my clients simply aren't the type to leave comments. I was impressed by it, and I kept moving. Until... They recently updated our system so that we can see our current rating system and most recent comments left by our, our clients. I have so many bomb-ass comments from my clients, but now I feel away because why were they recognizing everyone else and leaving me for the side, for the wayside, like a little redheaded stepchild? Appreciate your thoughts. Sincerely, I can buy myself flowers. Okay, Miley Cyrus, but I prefer if you brought me some too. I missed the petty part. Where was the petty part? I don't know if it was petty. I think they were just upset that um, their boss wasn't recognizing them. So, like, and, the, yeah. and I think okay. they're saying that well, it is being petty for being like, damn, like you're not acknowledging me, which, right. But okay. also, I don't think that's so, petty. No. I think. No, I 100% wholeheartedly validate those feelings. Um, there's. um that's upsetting i feel like there has to be i'm with you i'm like is there an alter like ulterior motive here like why am i being ignored are you trying to make like am i doing so well that you're afraid that if you compliment me i'm gonna leave do you just not like me i have questions right or like are you lazy and are these in alphabetical order and you're just taking the top five (laughs) like yeah what is what is the process here um yeah oh that stinks though i'm sorry that you're not getting your flowers from someone else because i hate buying myself flowers but i do all the time anyway it's interesting that they have acknowledged other people and not you but i just feel like that happens so much yeah fuck them yeah that goes back to our rant about poor bosses and leadership so i'm really sorry to the redheaded stepchild we will not buy you flowers literally but we will give you some metaphorically. Those are my ass Ooh, cheeks clapping. Good job. Great yes. job. All right, next question. Am I in or am I out? About two years ago, I moved to a state by myself. Luckily for me, some of my friends from college had moved there, so I wasn't completely alone. I mean, I'd be fine making friends, but having other people I know around helped me, especially since I was working from home. Anyway, one day I realized that all all of my local friends went to the state fair, which is a big deal here. Apparently, this was discussed in the group text, but I searched my messages and I didn't see anything about the fair. I'm convinced they either have a different text group or were messaging each other individually. Regardless, nobody thought to include me. I thought it was rude, so I asked why this event hadn't been mentioned in the group chat. They gaslit me and told me it had been discussed in the group. I felt very excluded, especially since... I was still new to town and had been cooped up in my apartment. I work a lot, but all the time I had full autonomy over my schedule. I could have made time to go to the fair and get my work done. Am I petty for leaving the group chat? No. I mean, yes, but no. No, because (laughs) why do we make it like we say communicate, communicate, communicate. But then if you were to communicate in the group chat and call out their gaslighting, they'd be like, oh, you did they sign it with a name? No. They'd be like, oh, you're being dramatic. Just get over it. So, no, I don't think you're Yeah, because they definitely, it looks like they definitely lied to this person. Um, 
So why wouldn't they, like, continue to do so? So, I mean, this is, I think I've said this before, you have to pick your battles. And if it's not worth it, go. Y'all know I will start a whole new group chat without someone who affronted (laughs) me in a second. So definitely leave the group chat if it's not serving you. I also think friendship hunting is really difficult and it's hard enough to have good friends as it is. I mean, it's not hard to have good friends. I have some really great friends, so I'm not denying that. But for me, if things aren't working out, I'm too old to play around if I've already got some solid friends. If Even if they're not there, I'm not playing around with new friends. So yeah. if you did mm-hmm. something like this, this, these are things that I would support or I, I would accept and work with from longer term friends. And be like, okay, you know, like, you've been my friend for decades. There have been so many better things that have outweighed the negative. This is just one time. But from a new friend, no, you can't start off bad. I, We are too old to play around and allow this type of nonsense. So, no. Yeah, right. with people that you've had a longer relationship, you probably want to figure out, like, what's going on. Did I do something to upset someone and now they haven't communicated with that and this is how they're reacting? Or... um. You know, I don't know. You you would I would want to yeah for for long term friends I would probably want to figure out what's going on. But for people that I just met or have only known for like maybe a year or so, um, we can just cut that off. Yeah, I'm not saying in a group chat that causes me anxiety, and like that's not saying because some of y'all and me we have an extra anxiety. But if it's this back and forth nonsense where I don't know like like the title am I in or am I out. I'm not going to be sitting here worried about it. I'm going to just see myself out. Because if I was in, I would feel like I was in. I wouldn't be questioning it. Right. And maybe you're going to miss out on, like, some good friendships. Maybe it was just something. There's that possibility. But I don't want to feel bad in the beginning. To so many things, like, there's supposed to be a honeymoon phase. Now, I would say that if you're always feeling bad in the beginning, then you need you know, you got to start asking ourselves about the common denominator. But if this just <laughs> this, happened one time. Yeah. Sorry, this just reminded me of a similar situation about new friends. And I'm curious what y'all think about it. Flash flood, hold your breath because I know how you feel about it. If you had just met a new group of friends and one of them was insisting on inviting you to their siblings gender reveal party. And mentioning it multiple times that they wanted you to come hang out with their family. But you'd maybe hung out with this person three or four times. How would you That's handle weird. that? I would just say, uh, no, thank you. But thank you for the invite. <laughs> but they keep insisting. I don't know. That's just weird. I feel like if they when people when people who are new to my life make me feel uncomfortable like that i'm really quick to be like what a fucking weirdo i'm not talking to them anymore (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't know isn't it strange look you don't have to ask me because y'all know i will leave a group chat i will leave a friend (laughs) group i have to double check and make sure i'm not being too judgmental (laughs) so i'm like this shit weird it is weird i mean What's so special about this party? I think the other thing that threw me off is that it's a gender reveal, like, of all things. Why would I want to go to a freaking gender reveal? But if you were like, oh, you know, my cousin is hosting um, a quinceanera. Oh, hell yeah. 
invite me because that's a big party and I know it's going to be like crazy fun or supposed to be, right? Like, I guess to yeah. each their own. What if but... you showed up and the quince only had like 10 people there, though? That's mm. weird. <laughs> Why would you invite me? <laughs> this is, again, going back to a previous conversation. I think a conversation when, when Flash Blood and I were talking about our friendship, like, like, where are the levels? I think there are levels to, you know, different tiers in our friendship level. And so, um, we're not there yet. So why would you invite me mm, to such that's a, a good personal way to look event? At it. Like, it's a boundary cross. Like, you have loose boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're crossing the levels too fast. Yeah, okay. it's weird for you to, like, be moving so fast. I don't know. Maybe I'm slow. I'm old school. <laughs> Um, my bad for distracting. Do we have any other advice for in or out? Okay. Well, thank you to our petty friends with their petty problems who wrote into the show. If you would like to hear your petty problems read aloud on the show, please send us an email at 99problems.pod at gmail.com. It was spelled out earlier, so go reverse. All problems are welcome, so long as we don't have to call the feds on you because y'all aren't getting us caught up in your mess. And with that, we're going to wrap up the show. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of 99 Problems, and streaming services is definitely one of them. Um, We want to thank rapper Zinni for producing our intro-outro music. Um, And don't forget to tune in every Tuesday to hear the three of us in the midst of our villain era complaining about the things you hate most, especially capitalism. Toodaloo! Toodaloo!